number one cannabis grow show. Live from Nova Scotia, Canada. Your number one stop for all things cannabis. My name is Ray. And I am Pache. Well, I grow two pals. 1100 grams. Is it on the way? This is Land Therapy Live. Land Therapy Live. Oh, wow, Pache. Hello. <laughs> and the Cannabis Army. Welcome. What an, what an intro. What? I love it. Great job, Ray. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you. We def- definitely tried to come in hot for season three and level up a little bit. But that opening, no, not too much left to say, you know, when we open our shows now with that, Pache. So that was the whole goal. So um, new opening, new trailer, you know, and I think with this season moving forward, we're going to be able to do audio processing after the fact before we put our shows up now, just to clean the audio up a bit. And I think you're going to love what you hear, Pache. So I'm loving it already, man. Like you have done a lot of work. And uh, so kudos to you. Uh, everything sounds amazing. Well, thank you. I much appreciate it. Still learning every single day. But yeah, definitely we'll have more to come as we get into season three, but we are right around the corner for 3,000 downloads, Pache. 3,000. Would you ever think that? 3,000 people. 3,000 people out there. You know. All around the world, too. All around the world. And I mean, we'll review that in more uh, episodes to come in season three as we move forward. Um, Just an update, though. We've dumped our YouTube and Twitch um, for broadcasting a live show as of now. Uh, as we've talked about, uh, Pache, but we'll still uh, live, um, you know, we're still going to record the show live with some recorded portions. Um, and we'll put the live stream back on Twitch when the grow tent is filled back up as well. So more to come on that, but uh, we will go full steam ahead with our studio quality broadcast in audio only Record it live, if that makes uh, sense to anybody listening. But uh you know, the Pache, the podcast community really has welcomed us with open arms, you know, and in the beginning when you and I started this, it was like, let's just put it out there and see, you know, what happens. And, you know, it really has been specifically the podcast community that has welcomed us with open arms and our growth there has been organic, you know, so I really do want to extend a very big thank you to everyone for making it, uh, making it uh, this far with us. And, you know, we'll conti- continue to kick, kick it up a notch for uh, season three as well. I'm sure you're feeling the same way there, Pache. Absolutely. It's been a, a short ride so far. You know, we just started uh, doing our first podcast was this summer. And, um, you know, we we're just so new to, to this type of format and uh you know and it just started out just us getting together sort of staying connected because we live across the province um and you helping me out of course uh which i don't want you to ever (laughs) stop doing by the way um so keep it up keep it up right good job um well you know and the other thing i want to mention is diablo nutrients pache they hooked us up what they did crazy um, so we are going to tell you how it is, no matter what the good, the bad and the ugly, but from time to time when, you know, for example, I buy Diablo nutrients and I bought them before, uh, which is when I first started growing, I've grown three crops so far, all Diablo nutrients, and I've just been sort of expanding through their lineup 
And um, it's been, I wouldn't be using them if I wasn't getting success. And, uh, who, and who, right? And I wouldn't and be bragging about it either. Diablo Nutrients, Pache, I'm just wondering. That was you, Ray. That was you. And and great job. You know, I um, I, I admit you have been uh, sort of a, uh, a light at the end of the tunnel um, when it comes to growing uh, marijuana. It's um, really impressive. And the fact that you were able to get some uh, a little bit of sponsorship out of Diablo Nutrients, I, uh, I'm really impressed. And I can't wait to try all their products. Um, you know, it's all like a, a, a set of tools, right. right? You may not use, you know, certain tools at certain times or even in certain grows, but, you know, they just have a, a whole toolbox of great items. Um, yeah, and we're going to be discussing a lot of them this season because I am doing um, a side-by-side grow with uh, Bruce Banner. That's our next one. And uh, we're going to be using a new product I from the Diablo wait. lineup I called can't Push. Wait. There was some push in the box that they sent too, which is fantastic. But you're after purchasing the retail bottle, right, though, Pache? Let's be clear uh, here, right? Uh, this is something that when Christmas. you read the description, you actually said to me, you sent me a screenshot and you're like, Ray, well, check this out, right? I mean, at the... And at the oh, end of the day, changer. it's a PGR. It's a PGR. I did some reading. And so more to come on this, right? More to come. I'm super excited because, you know, we're really caught up now and moving forward. We're really going to get into some new information. I'm sure moving forward through season three, there is something for everybody. Um, I'm thinking, what the hell is a P? We're going to get into it, that. PGR? Don't you worry. You hold that thought. Okay. I want you nice. nice and fresh for when we, when we get into that. So. Yeah, I wonder if anybody else is listening to things. Some people know. Other people are Googling it. Other people are like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. So stay tuned. More to come. That's going to be an episode. And, uh, you know, love the fact that, um, Pache, you were, you you know, you really took the uh, preemptive approach there. You were already ordered and had this product um, prior to Diablo sending the package. So I just want that to be clear. And and it was ironic because the things that they sent in the package were some things that you were missing from your lineup. And, and they said yes. double bottles. So we're going to take the double bottles that we need to get you with a full Diablo nutrient lineup and more to come. We're going to have your grow on display. Diablo nutrients is going to get to see it for what it's worth. Our listeners are going to get to see it for what it's worth. Spider farmers going to get to see it for what it's worth. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens from there. The extra bottles, Pache, we haven't fully decided what we're going to do with those yet. No, but, uh, you know, I, I think we should I probably give maybe share the wealth. What do you think? Not lying. I want to give, give them away. away. I mean, I'm, I'm buying Diablo nutrients myself. So I have all the bottles that I need moving forward here for a little while. And I have no problem uh, purchasing the ones that I need to keep my, my plants um, going to the best of my ability. So more to come on that. We'll think about it. But we have something. We have some swag. Never been uh, happier here. We've uh, we've got some stickers and, and whatnot, so definitely um, more to come. But Pache, you're going to do a test. You told me. You told me. I am. So I'm uh, I'm going to be running two. My next grow, grow number four. I'm running two Bruce Banner plants. Um, one's going to have the push, uh, and, this and is then the other is not. And then at the end of it, this is their new PGR from their their plant their growth lineup. That's right. And and this is supposed to dramatically increase the THC content. 
Um, and, and they were saying um, their studies or their tests or models, I'm not sure which, um, were showing an increase of 10 to 12%. So if I'm going in with, let's say, a Bruce Banner, and I'll, I'll say on the low side, let's say it's 25%, because Bruce Banner is known for being a high THC content strain. So if this is going to bump it up by Hold 10% and bring Hold it up to thought. 35%, right oh my god. Hold goodness. that thought. We're going to oh. have a show where we're going to speculate oh. on that, and we're going to have future shows where we put this to the test and people will know pache people will know when you are finished people are gonna know is this the real deal or not and that's one of the other parts that makes oh yeah season three so exciting um so lots of good stuff uh on the horizon let's go right you know uh how you feeling pache how you feeling about it all good buddy i'm excited i'm excited you know just the way everything's sort of flowing um, yeah, you know, every grow I get out of my mouth belt, I, uh, I feel happier. I feel more confident in my abilities. Um, and I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the next one. I'm always looking forward to the next one and applying nice. my knowledge. And, and you're so, no yeah. longer a newbie, you know, you've definitely graduated for sure. You know, um, you're, Hey, no, I, no more, I to come. Hey, there, more yes. to come on that. You're hitting numbers than, <laughs> than, uh, you know, I'm hitting myself personally, you know, Hey, let's just acknowledge that you're hitting numbers that not a lot of guys that I know are hitting. So there's magic in what you're doing. And we're going to break down your process as we move forward, just like we've done. Um, other big news. So for today, I heard there was going to be a, uh, football game at the Eminem and Dr. Dre and Snoop concert tonight, Pache. Did you hear that? <laughs> I did hear that. I did. It's uh, it should be a good show. Are you going to be uh, around um, to you watch? Know, I'm hoping to have this wrapped up, processed, posted online, ready to go here, so I can have some snacks. Yes, absolutely. I'm getting geared up and ready to watch. I have a tip for you, Pache. I want you to stretch your What's back that? before the halftime show. I know you can still get down like you used to, but you can't get up like you used to, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. For you in the back there. Yes. So, yeah. yeah I bet hey, you had that I got another down one. and have been holding on to that. You don't even realize months. this, but I was laughing the other night, man. Uh, you had me roaring. So, quick story, uh, folks. So, me and Pache are talking the other night, and he says to me, Oh, hang on a second, Ray. I have to go burp my jars. And he left me for 45 minutes. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> well, I just said, I laughed and I laughed and I said, what a way to. I go burp my jars. I'm done in about four minutes. He goes to burp his jars. He's gone in 45 minutes and counting. I left I left the Zoom meeting at that time because I just couldn't take it. So. But tonight, Pache, you know, we don't want to keep everybody for the Super Bowl. That wasn't the plan tonight. You had so many big things happen for you over the last six, eight, ten weeks. You know, it's been huge. Lots of big numbers coming in. Uh, you've kept a montage of updates and, uh, you know, we put them together this afternoon. There's good information there. It really does deserve its own show. Uh, and you know, for anybody in the cannabis army that's listening up right now, this should be your main objective right now. Do what Pache does. Listen to this episode, listen to his updates. He goes through step-by-step phase by phase and Pache after listening to it today, I'm so stoked for where you're at as a grower, my man. This is just going to be fantastic moving forward. I uh, can't wait to see what this year holds for you. 
just so impressed with this update as well. It's a fantastic update. Um, definitely, you know, I felt like, you know, that update was just an example of what an update sounds like after somebody has a home run, after somebody listens to the recipe for a home run podcast, gets a home run. And that's what the update sounds like. That's honestly where I'm at with that. So, um, you know, fantastic job to you there. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Um, So, you know, with that being said, you know, let's let's get in. Let's play it. Let's let our listeners uh, have something to do while they're watering the plants before the uh, before the Super Bowl tonight. And next week, we'll get back to a normal uh, format for the next episode. Get it? The next episode. You know, Dr. Dre, the next episode. (laughs) Pache. You can't write this stuff, man. I'm just on fire. So. So everybody sit back, relax, have a toke, have a smoke, and just listen and, and Pache, enjoy. The trumpets of Get Stoneness come back next next episode, version 2.0. You're going to love them. Uh, 2.0. Right. Listen, everybody take care. We'll talk to you next week. Stay tuned for the uh, up, updates from Pache. And- well, it is good to be back. Uh, I want to welcome everybody back, all of our listeners from around the world. Uh, it has been such an amazing journey. Um, you know, I, I try new things. I, I, when I first started this, I didn't think I'd be able to grow anything. I'd never grown anything before in my life. And to see the progression and, I, you know, I started journaling. Uh, I'm sort of putting the day-to-days, I guess, or the week-to-weeks in, uh, into a journal, uh, into an Excel spreadsheet. And uh, it's been so good to be able to go back now and, and look over the past three grows and, you know, see the evolution of my learning and um, my development of styles. It's, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really been interesting. So anyway, it has been a while, and I think when we left off, we were around week number four of my third grow. And so, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the update. Let's start with the weight. I ended up with 1,089 grams, which for our American friends, that is 38.3 ounces or 2.4 pounds. And I also broke it up into tents because that was split over two flowering chambers. One was my 5x5, which had the SF4000, the Spider Farmer 4000. And then in the 3x3, I had the Mars Hydro TS1000. Now for the 5x5, I ended up with 805 grams. And in the 3x3 with the the Mars Hydro, I ended up with 283 grams. So it works out um, in the 5x5 with the Spider Farmer Light, 269 grams per plant. And then in the three by three, which had a bit more space, I ended up putting the smallest of my plants of the four in the three by three. And I think with the added um, airflow, it had a light all to itself. It had three by three feet of room all by to itself. And it did very well and yielded 283 grams. So kudos to both lights, the Spider Farmer 4000, which I've already had great success flowering with. And this was my first time flowering with the Mars Hydro TS-1000. And I have to say, I was uh, pretty pleased. It, uh, it sort of hung in there. It, ha- it stacked a little different. Wasn't quite as dense, um, but 
that was when I was watching it grow and I haven't really done a comparison um, now that it's gone through the drying and curing process. Um, so stay tuned and, uh, and I'll f- sort of fill in that gap when I can. And I just want to remind people that I've been growing for only about a year and a half. So I'm still a novice. I'm still new to this game. Uh, I still have a lot to learn and the learning curve has been steep. Um, no doubt about that. Yeah, but you know what? It's um, If it's something that you love, it uh, definitely doesn't seem like work. Although it's a lot of effort. Um, yeah, so I've been growing since the fall of 2019. And um, I don't think I'm ever going to stop now. I don't think I can't stop now. Um, I'm, I've spoiled myself. And just to recap very quickly, uh, I'm using two lights. I'm using a Spider Farmer 4000 as my main flowering light. And then I'm also using a MERS Hydro TS-1000. I'm using that generally as my veg light because um, I'm going to end up running two chambers at the same time, veg and flowering. But in this case, I, I needed it to flower as well. So I'll discuss that uh, shortly. And I'm using a Spider Farmer 5x5 tent. And I think it was a Visosun... Um, or uh, I'm going to have to double check on the brand name of the 3x3 tent. Um, but I'm really glad that I had the two and I had the option uh, because I needed them. I needed them big time, this grow. As far as nutrients, I right now, I, I've this is my third grow, like I said, and I've only used uh, Diablo nutrients. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know any better. So I don't know if there's other stuff out there that is a lot better or, but I know that I'm having absolute incredible success with the system I've got going right now. So whether that's, you know, the, the light or the nutrients or the training technique um, for the plants. It's all firing or it's firing on all cylinders rather. And um, yeah, so I, you know, I don't have any plans on changing. Like I am pretty loyal when something is successful. I think why bother to change it much unless you're looking to improve it. You know, the, you know, tweaking is fine, but I don't think I'm going to change from um Diablo for a while. Actually, I'm I'm just ramping up their their product line. Um, this grow I added. Um, so I've got micro grow and bloom, which is sort of the, the core product. Um, I use their CalMag product, and I also use something that's I think it's relatively new. I'm not sure, um, but it's something called Monster Max, and it's for the the microbials in the soil. And it really gets them going, gets them producing, and which, of course, helps with nutrient uptake. Definitely noticed some just amazing things uh, with this grow when it comes to the the weight. Uh, of course, close to two and a half pounds. Uh, I, that is well beyond. Uh, you know, I had a stretched goal of two pounds, and so I just blew past that. Um, although I do have to say a lot of it is kind of larfy and I do have sort of a, a breakdown of how much because I sort of kept it separate. Uh, I have my, my bud in one jar or my bud in one set of jars and I have any of the larfy stuff um, that was a little bit too high quality for the trim bag. I have sort of that in other jars. 
So uh, I also have, um, just to recap my environmental controls, I use a, a six inch AC Infinity T-Series. Um, those have temperature and humidity sensors. And I love this product so much, I ended up getting a four inch uh, for the three by three tent. And I also have a, um, a hygrometer, which is like a, like a temperature and humidity gauge, like a weather station. Uh, from Govy, and I love I love it. You know, I get to be anywhere in the house, and instead of running and checking on the plants, um, I just get to check an app on my phone, and yeah, and it sort of ha- maintains a graph, and I can see if something went a little wonky throughout the night, or you know, if I can I can tell if my humidifier has run out, um, for example, because you can see the humidity and then and sort of a, a chart or a graph. Uh, so yeah, I, I find it so valuable to have good solid tools that you can work with and rely on. Okay, so that brings me to my soil. And I use Fox Farm Ocean Forest. Produces a great quality product and, and I believe the the plants, they get a lot of nutrients. Um, so I, and sometimes I do have to be careful about how much I'm giving because I'm also using essentially fertilizer too, right? Um, so I do have to be careful about how much I give them and when. It's always better to go a little on the, you know, the lighter side than the heavier side. You know what I mean? Um, you don't want to push nutrient burn on your on your plants, especially the later you get in the uh, in the process. So yeah, I use Fox Farm Motion Forest. I, I I find it a bit hard to work with in the sense that when I measure the runoff water, the pH it's so low. And what happens there is it's it's so low that the plant can't uptake all the nutrients that it needs. And so I'm I'm constantly watering, you know, at the highest of the range, you know, 6.8, 6.9. Sometimes, you know, at the beginning when I'm really trying to just get the get the the pH of the soil up, um, I'll water at seven, you know, 7.0. And. What I've had to now start doing is I, I now add lime. Uh, I add lime to the top of the uh, the soil, and then I I water away, and it has been successful. I have noticed that my runoff will over a number of weeks. It's a it's a bit of a long process, so you have to add lime every watering cycle, every time um, for weeks, and. You know, it's a pain in the ass, to be honest with you, but the, the plants started responding immediately. Um, they started looking healthier. So I knew, okay, this, this is what I have to do. But you also, there's a time where you have to stop adding lime because the pH is going to continue to increase. So because by the end of this grow, um, I was putting in, you know, let's say 6.5 and the runoff coming out would be 6.4 or 6.5. So, and and I don't fully, and maybe Ray, we can sort of talk about that. Um, We can talk about, you know, how that sort of works. Uh, Because I, you know, I don't fully understand, you know, at the beginning, you know, the, um, I know the water is pH balanced to, let's say 6.8. And by the time it gets to the runoff, you know, it's, uh, it's at six, let's say, um, versus, you know, what, what's going on as it's sort of traveling down, um, and, and going through the soil. So I, that's one area that I still need to, 
you know get a better understanding uh, about um yeah so my next grow i'm going to be going with uh happy frog so a slightly different um um i guess lineup or um brand but i'll let you know how that goes it does have some lime in it but we'll see if it's enough the strain that I use this time is Purple Kush. I went with this strain really for personal reasons. We we had lost uh, a family member. You know, she was so loved and, and she was a bit of the, you know, a, a matriarch of the family. You know, she she was quite elderly and she was a toker. You know, she uh, she liked her butt, you know, and, and bless her soul you know and and she loved purple it was her favorite color she even intentionally dyed her hair purple i mean this lady was um was a cool cat and uh, so melva this grow is dedicated to you and, and so it was uh it was really interesting because the the thc when i when i looked at it the content it says that it's tested up to 27 and a half percent and then i was researching i had uh, i had uh, gotten the seeds and then I was researching a bit more and I and I found you know people were saying that the the percentage was actually much lower at around 17% I thought oh no you know I, I wanted to go up not down from from my white widow and so I, I wrote the company and uh, and sure enough they said no our strain has been tested um, much higher than the original and so you know it, the expectation is it can be as high as 27.5%. Now, I've, I've tested it, and uh, I've tested it a little bit before. Like I, I really tried to wait to the 30 days, but uh, with raised pressure, um, I I tasted it a little bit early, and you know I've been on the White Widow for quite a while now, so now I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying the, the Purple Kush. Um, it smells great. It smells very sweet. And this time, I should also mention that I added... Um, liquid curb from the Diablo nutrient lineup. And so this is basically molasses, um, like the unsulfured blackstrap sort of molasses that you would, um, you might ordinarily hear about growers adding. Um, so it sort of adds to the idea anyway, uh, the theory behind it is it adds to the, uh, to the aroma as well as uh, the flavor. I, I think, I, I wish I had have grown a, a control group with the uh, liquid curb and without, because I definitely feel I, I'm tasting a sweetness, but without having something else to sort of compare it to, it's yeah, it's really kind of hard to judge. But I definitely find it's uh, it's high functioning. You know, very easy to to think and get things done around the house. Um, you know, play chess. Yeah, it's I, I really enjoy it. And then I use a mainlining technique, and uh, this is a technique that I found from um, someone called Nug Buckets online. It's you know it's really interesting, and I was really struggling in the beginning, you know, to LST or or this mainlining technique. But I've had such success, such really great success, that I don't think I'm going to change anytime soon. And the idea is, you know, whatever's going up the stock like the nutrients, hormones, enzymes, whatever. Um, the idea is it's all sort of evenly distributed in distance from the roots, from the canopy. The enzymes or hormones or nutrients or whatever, um, 
um, they're delivered evenly across the canopy because, you know, they're being evenly split. So, you, you know, you, you top the plant um, pretty early on uh, around node number four to six, I think. And yeah, and then you go from there and then you, you top quite often. And when I say quite often, I, I think I maxed out so far at three, three toppings. Yeah, so it um, the idea is to have a nice even canopy so you have better light penetration as well as the even distribution of um, all the goodness, all, all the nutrients. Yeah, and so that leads me into my veg cycle, which I admit um, is a long veg cycle. And traditionally, my other two, it's been long. But this one was a little longer because I uh, made a bit of a mistake. And that is, I let the uh, the veg cycle go too long. Uh, by about two weeks, I was running out of room. And I remember sending you uh, pictures, right? That, and you said, you know, how long have, have you been in flowering? And I said, I just, I just flipped. And uh, <laughs> you were saying, oh man, Baje, you are going to run out of room very soon, my friend, because, uh, and for our growers, um, the plants go through a stretching phase when you flip the flower. Um, and it lasts, you know, two or three weeks and they go through an explosion of growth. Um, and they're, you know, they're really trying to survive and, um, you know, and we don't do any pruning or anything like that during this phase. We just let them grow, you know, let them do their thing. And so I had just started this phase and I was supposed to start it when the scrognet was 70% full and I had started when the scrognet was uh, closer to 95 to, yeah, let's say about 95% full. Um, and yeah, Ray, you were like, Bache, like you need to do something. You're going to run out of room fast. And so for the folks at home... I had to get my three by three tent, which I was supposed to use for my veg chamber. You know, I, it meant I had to not veg anything because it was going to be used. Um, so it changed, it really changed my, my plan, my overall plan for the year. So I, uh, yeah, I had to take the smallest one out of the four. I, I put that into my, three by three tent with the Mars Hydro TS 1000. And so that's, that was going to be its home for the next, um, you know, 60 days or so. And then I had to rearrange the existing three better in, in, in the tent. And because I was using a scrog net, that meant I had to cut the net out and I had two nets you know, because the nets are six inch squares. And so what I do is I overlap, I put a second net over top and then I offset it three inches. So now I've got squares that are three inch squares instead of six inch squares. And it just sort of gives me better targets to when I'm, I'm training my plants. You know, I'm able to sort of put them in places where I want and where I know that they're gonna get the best light penetration. Um, so it uh, it was a bit of a scramble, and but it worked out great. It was a lot of labor. Um, you know, I won't make that mistake again. That's for sure. It uh, it was a learning experience, and it is what it is. You know, I, I ended up with almost two and a half pounds from both tents. You know, far beyond my expectations. Yeah. So I guess that leads me to the flowering cycle. And so this is where the, the story sort of ended in season two. 
For this strain, the recommended flowering time is somewhere in the 55 to 65 day window. I ended up harvesting most of my plants, um, three actually, uh, on day 61, and then I harvested the three by three plant on day 62. Now, last time we had an update was at the end of, close to the end of season three, and it was, I think it was week four. And at that point, you know, I had, I was adding diatomaceous earth. I was laying out sticky traps because I was having, you know, spider, not spider mite, but spider. And, um, and I think it was gnat, uh, issues or maybe no aphids. Yeah. So it was a battle and it was around that point. I also started to add, um, carbon dioxide. You know, I bought, um, for, I think 15 or $20 on Amazon, um, a little carbon dioxide valve and regulator, and then, you know, a couple two liter pop bottles. And then I bought some baking soda at the bulk, uh, at the bulk burn. And then I ordered some citric acid, uh, online and that's all you really need to make your own do-it-yourself uh, carbon dioxide home generator. Um, and so that's what I would do on a daily basis is at some point in the day when I had the time, um, I would zip up the tent tight. I would turn the, uh, and, and I would sort of make sure that the humidity was low and the temperature was a little low uh, on the low side of the range because once you zip up the tent, things are going to get more humid and the temperature is going to go up. And I didn't want the AC Infinity fan to kick on or turn on and, and you know, suck all the carbon dioxide out of the tent. So I changed the parameters of, of the um, exhaust fan. Uh, every day and uh, then I put them back every day this is you know to a plant that's a plant's oxygen right it's it's what they're taking in I really wanted the buds to get nice and big and fat and juicy and to do that it need to to me anyway you need to add the co2 the carbon dioxide oh, you know every these little extra steps that I do if each step adds five to ten percent on the quality and the yield then I do three or four or five of these things and you know that really adds up in the end right yeah so I was adding my uh, carbon dioxide at this point uh, in week number four and uh, I did that pretty much straight on until I think week number seven or eight I believe and then you know I think I had mentioned this already that on uh, on day 21 that's the first pruning session you know really improve the airflow uh, which you know cuts down on uh, mold um, opportunities. So I pruned, of course, on uh, the 21st day and I started adding the CO2 probably around day 26. I'm actually, let me look at the chart. Yeah, day 26. Yep. You know, I've got all this in my in my journal. So it's so great that I can look back and, and see, you know, how how my behaviors were and learn from them. Um, and then I pruned again day 41. Um, and then I, I started my flush uh, day 47. And then I ended up harvesting on, on day 61 and day 62. It was an amazing, and, and folks, you need to go to our uh, Facebook page and check out the, the photos that I am going to upload. Hopefully I'll do that tonight. It's just massive colas, massive colas. For me, I've never you know, grown any uh, pot quite so big but they were just leaning over a lot of them had to be tied up um they were just you know i was afraid that the branches were going to snap these are, are good problems to have i suppose then 
once I harvested, you know, they all went into a the five by five tent to dry. And so I hung them up using uh, coat hangers or clothes hangers. And I used zip ties to sort of um, sort of hang them up um, from the coat hangers. And then what I would do is on some coat hangers, I would have just, you know, one zip tie length, you know, worth of uh, distance from the, the hanger. And then other ones, I would have two zip ties sort of zip tied together like a chain. And then other hangers, I would do use three zip ties. So the idea is I didn't want the plants all hanging at the same height. Um, I wanted to stagger like a, you know, high, medium and low. Um, and the idea there is better airflow circulating um, because you don't want, and I had a, a fan, a six inch fan on this hung on the ceiling and one resting on the floor of the tent. Um, neither one were pointed directly at the plants. You don't want to do that. They'll dry too quickly. Um, and I had the, the fans on low. And so this is just to keep the air circulating and moving. You don't want the air to sort of stagnate, right? Uh, that's of course gives mold opportunity to, to creep in. And I started my tent because I, I would leave my hygrometer in there um, as well as the AC Infinity fan sensor. Um, and this actually reminds me of a, another mistake I made, uh, but, you know, I learned. Um, when I first put them in, I, I would put them in and I would set the humidity level at 59%. So anytime it was 59% or more, the fan would turn on. But... What I wanted to do was the fan is, has 10 levels of intensity. Um, I wanted to just leave it on the third level. I don't want it to be very powerful or strong. I just want a nice gentle draw, drawing the air out. Very, very slow, very gentle, you know, nice and easy. I don't want anything to be fast. I want to look at the graph of my govy and um, I want to see sort of an, a straight line as possible. Um, I don't want to see a lot of peaks and valleys. Um, but I forgot to do that. And the first day and a half, they, uh, you know, the, the humidity would hit 59%. The fan would turn on and it would turn on and ramp up to full intensity number level 10. Um, and I really felt like it dried the plants too much too fast. Um, I noticed it after a couple of days and, you know, kicked myself in the ass, um, and, you know, fixed it, capped it at three. And so that's a lesson learned moving forward. And then after about 10 days, um, I, you know, you, you, one of the tests, you know, I don't know what I would do is I would lower the humidity 1% every day. So dry day, number two, 58%, dry day, number three, 57%. And so the idea is I'm trying to pull slowly uh, moisture out of the plant. And, uh, and when I harvest it, I did not do a wet trim. I know, Ray, you like to do the wet trim. I prefer to do the dry trim. Um, and, and we should talk about, uh, you know, reasons why on one of our upcoming shows. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, I like to do a dry trim. So I, I put everything in there with the, with the leaves on and everything. And the idea is to um, slow down that process of wicking the moisture out of the plant. Yeah. And I would keep the temperature around uh, 60 degrees Fahrenheit 
And I, you know, I have to tell you, I, I kept everything in the dark. Of course, you want to keep um, all light sources um, completely gone, and because um, I think that adds to the degradation of the um, of the trichomes. Um, and then once you know, day ten came, and I bent the um, the branches or the twigs or the the stems, and they snapped or very close to snapping. You know, I knew okay. It's, it's now time to, to start harvesting. And unfortunately, you know, due to logistics, I, I can only do so many hours uh, a day. And I was really limited. So I was uh, doing just one or two hangers a day uh, in trimming. And so it, it took four days to do. So some of the hangers ended up drying a little bit longer than I really would have liked, you know, up to 14 days. Um, and I, you know, ideally, I would have just have done them all on day number 10 put them into the jars and uh, and allow that curing process to begin. So with the curing process, as I take the uh, hangers out of the dry tent, I would use uh, my trim bin. And if you don't have a trim bin, I highly recommend one. Um, you know, just a little work area where you can put everything in and you're not going to have, you know, a mess everywhere. And they also have a little metal micron, like a 220 micron screen at the bottom, and then a second trim bin underneath to catch all the the um, the trichomes that that fall through, and then you can use that to supercharge your joints as uh, as you're working away. Um, yeah, so I uh, as I take the hangers out, I, I trim them up. I prefer the dry trim. Um, I find it easier to uh, get at the fan leaves and some of them will just sort of break right off. Um, and then that's, of course, when I will then weigh the uh, the bud and I'll also separate it, you know, from bud and from larf. And I'll weigh them each as I go. Yeah. And, and so as you're, you're I didn't even see the numbers, you know, I'm, I'm just what I would do because I just want to get through it is I, I would sort of fill up like a cup, like an extra large soda cup, pop cup, um, from let's say one of the fast food places around. And so once I would fill that up, I would then just take a photo using my phone of the, uh, of the scale and then just move on. And I would sort of calculate it all out, um, in the end. Yeah. So I, I would trim everything up, uh, dry trim, get them into the jars. And I, I would only fill the jars about 70% because you want to have room for, um, the buds to move around like if you're going to rotate them um you want the room for the gases to sort of work their way up through the plants and the buds um so when you burp them which is basically just you know unscrewing the the top of the the lid to let the gases escape and to let basically fresh air um into the jar and and this is done to enhance the the flavor and the aroma um and I highly recommend it. You know, it's it, it's sort of, and, and we had a uh, an episode of this last season where, you know, science and art meet. Um, so you want to get all the bud in there. And I put a little mini hygrometer in each one of my mason jars. And I use glass mason jars, um, the wide mouth. Um, and I they're 1.9 liter. And I think that's about half a gallon. Um, and so this one, I think I ended up with... 29 jars something like that um so just well beyond my expectation um and so i and i also because they were a little on the dry side um i wanted 
to make sure that I can now get the humidity sort of start going back up because I, I was in the dry tent. I wanted to reduce the humidity um, and the moisture level in the plant. And during the curing process inside the jars, you want to sort of re-add a little tiny bit of moisture. Um, so my goal is always to sort of get the moisture level up to the high 50s, low 60s. Um, and I put a, a little mini hygrometer in each jar and that tells me the temperature and the humidity. Um, so I know the environment of all jars uh, whenever I check. And then I also know if if there's uh, a problem going on or if you know one jar might have a big spike and you might want to keep an eye on that one. Um, yeah, so I, I highly recommend it for the amount of effort and time that you're putting into this. Um, I think six hygrometers cost me, and this is Canadian dollars, but something like $15. Um, you know, and, and I already had, I think, some for my, my first couple of grows. So I ended up getting a few more. And so now I have plenty, one for all my jars. Yeah, so I highly recommend them. Um, and then, yeah, you so you go through the burping process where the first week uh, I unscrewed the jar and I would leave it out anywhere between, you know, 15, 20 minutes, uh, sometimes you know, up to an hour, depending on what I wanted to do. And what I would do is because I'm trying to add moisture back to it and they were sort of dry already, I would have the humidifier going in the room uh, all day prior to, not like crazy, not filling the room up with, you know, moisture and vapor, but, um, you know, just so it's not dry. Um, and then when I would put the jars back on, I would sort of have a, um, a cup of water and I would dip my finger in and I would just wipe a little tiny bit of water um, on each jar lid and put them back on. And I would do this every day for the first week. And then the second week I would do it every other day. And then the third week I burped probably every four days. So maybe twice in the, in the third week. Um, the fourth week I burped, I think once. And the fifth week was right around um, maybe even past day 30. But I think I only burped once that week. So now they are good to go and they, because once you, they're sort of past that 30 day mark of curing, um, that's when I really want to get into it. And yeah, so it's been a long update. It's been a long time since uh, we've chatted and it has been so fun. I didn't expect to get the yield that I was expecting, um, you know, almost 1100 grams. My God, that's just, it's my name is Ray. And I am Pache. Head on over to Facebook and search Plant Therapy Live and go ahead and smash that like button. To all the beginner growers out there, be sure to go back and listen to season one because there's lots of good stuff there. Just go to planttherapy.live. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. This is Plant Therapy Live. Over and over.